This is EarthWise for Saturday, June 5th. Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the story of the month of June. June is named for the Roman great goddess Juno. Juno ruled over all aspects of Roman life, from the governing of the people to the very heartbeat of the unborn infant. And so it was fitting that the month containing the summer solstice, the sun at the zenith of her glory and power, would be named for this all-encompassing goddess. Juno oversaw all facets of Roman society and had scores of epithets defining her many roles. For example, she was Juno Moneta, the advisor, guiding matters of state, law, and finance. In fact, our word money comes from this important epithet. She was also Juno Sispitae, the preserver, and called upon to protect her people from the threats of Rome's enemies. Sailors called upon Juno Fortuna, the mother of luck, when out on the stormy sea, and people prayed to Juno Tempus, the mother of time, to bring them through a long and happy life. Juno also had agency in all aspects of women's lives, including marriage and childbirth. Regarding marriage, one of her epithets was Juno Pronuba, arranger of appropriate love matches. As Juno Cynxia, she blessed the first act of lovemaking, and as Juno Februata, she fueled the heat of sexual desire. In fact, vestiges of Juno's influence on marriage and sex are found even to the present day, for the month of June is the traditional month for weddings. After the wedding, Juno Populonia blessed the conception of the fetus, and Juno Osipago strengthened the bones of the developing fetus. And when the time arrived, Juno Sospita eased the pains of labor, and Juno Lucina led the newborn into the light of life. So all-encompassing was Juno's power that she did not need a male partner to conceive. As Juno Martialis, she impregnated herself using her magic lily. This is how she gave birth to her son Mars, who was originally a gentle agricultural and forest god, Mars Silvanus, until he was conscripted by the expanding Roman Empire to become the god of war. Eventually, as Roman society slid deeper into patriarchy and needed to keep up appearances of male domination, Juno was given a husband, the god Jupiter, or Jove. Jove was originally an obscure rain god, who never really became more than a magnanimous, jovial, easygoing consort who occasionally tossed a few lightning bolts about. But it was always Juno who did the real work of sustaining the Roman peoples. Juno Regina, the king of queen of heaven and earth. In Roman society, it was believed that each man had his genius, that essence that made him alive, creative, and sexually active. We still use the word genius to signify superior intellect and ability. But Romans also believed that each woman had her Juno, her Junius, that enlivening inner force of femaleness, her own female soul that made her creative and nurturing and skilled at protecting and sustaining relationships with the earth and all its beings. 
But with the rise of patriarchy, women's junius, her inner Juno, was slowly diminished as irrelevant and ultimately forgotten. But our world today needs Junius more than ever. The power of Juno enables fairness and equity, compassion and love, and the ability and the will to be in relationship with all other beings, to build a more just and equitable world of kinship with all of life. And so in this month of June, and in this time of war and strife and plague and famine, we call upon the wisdom and compassion of Great Mother Juno, that she may bring us to a place of safety and of love. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley. <laughs>